0: After these messages, will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Why? Are you in good
1: hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials tonight, the good ones. And the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. My name is Joel, and I guard the city of rock and roll. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today, finally, all will be revealed. Not all. One thing. One very small, unimportant thing will be revealed, which is my favorite new ad campaign.
2: Yes, the world watches and waits.
1: That's right. I mentioned this on last week's show. We We didn't have time to get to it. Um, but there's a there's a new ad campaign by a major American retailer that I'm excited to talk about. Um, we asked you, the ad counselors, to guess what my new favorite ad campaign is, and the. Um, the silence was deafening. It was. I mean, just deafening. It turns out nobody gives a shit. No what one my, gives. <laughs> what my new favorite a ad campaign. Si- not a
2: single fuck was given. <laughs>
1: not at all. I have the data to prove it. However, I will forge ahead because <laughs> this isn't about you, Ad com- I can get a new Ad Council, <laughs> yeah. by the way.
2: And get another you in a minute. I can
1: get another you in a minute. Uh, I do want to dig into it, though. Also... Genevieve, I have a guessing game for you. I just like to force people to guess.
2: I know you do. <laughs> that's what that's, I'm that's just, the main theme that's what I'm now of learning. what is emerging here. I'll
1: tell you about the guessing game in a second. I, all I can tell you at this point is it is going to drive you crazy. It is going to be in... It is going to be maddening. But
2: unlike the Ad Council, I'm not at liberty to simply abstain.
1: <laughs> no. Hey, I need a new one of you, too. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. And we will check in with the Ad Council as it stands now. Um, somebody wrote in uh, with some background on Hinky Dinky. Ooh. Yeah, the fact that you call it Hinky Dinky makes me think that you're not ready. <laughs> we talked about a grocery store um, Well, we talked about a lot of grocery stores over the past couple of weeks, asking listeners to write in with the um, strange sounding grocery stores they grew up with. And Hinky Dinky was one of them. And we got some background on that. So uh, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Let's start, though, with this guessing game. I think it's fitting This is like the perfect song For this segment Not just because it says Guessing games And not just because Not because it's 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 right on the nose But it's I don't want to play Those guessing games (laughs) <laughs> which really I believe speaks on behalf of you and potentially the ad council all right let me set this up I, I apologize in advance but there is an ad that runs in very heavy rotation on that podcast that I listen to constantly the Dan Lebetard show right yeah and the Dan Lebitard show is an interesting example of podcasting they used to be a radio show and so they would podcast they would like do you know they would they would chop their radio show up into different, discrete bits and so after every radio show there would be like five different podcasts or something yeah but then they stop being a radio show but they still do that and it's just a glut of content and I'm constantly trying to catch up and then I declare bankruptcy at the end of the week and whatever point is if you see me with headphones on I'm constantly listening to the levitard show which means I'm hearing the same ads over and over and over and all of the ads right now are like host reads uh, only, I guess you would call some of these producer reads. They have a big cast of characters, including right. this guy Chris Whittingham, who's a relatively new producer on the show. And I don't know the best way to describe him. So most of the people on the show are Cuban or have Cuban heritage in some way. I don't think Whittingham is Cuban, but he's Latin. A guy named
2: Whittingham isn't it from Cuba.
1: What's that? <laughs> I know, but the thing is, he is Latinx. But like, but he's like that's exactly it. I'll go
2: he- with my with my with my. Name he's racism. Like,
1: you no, know, it's true. Like, he's a very young – like, I believe he might be 29. I don't even know if he's in his 30s yet, but he acts like a fuddy-duddy Englishman, essentially. Like, really? He, well, he's a soccer announcer uh, at, at some level of soccer announcing for for uh, broadcast television. Um, and, like, the best way I can describe it is, like, he likes CBS Sunday Morning. Okay. It's one of his favorite shows. Uh, he knows the different – between who and whom, mm-hmm. he knows how to pronounce everything, and he's just like he's he's a, a it doesn't really matter, but just this this is the guy, okay? Sure. And um, he's doing what I'll call a host read for um, what is the uh, is Direct TV is the is the product that he's selling or the service that he's selling. I'm going to start by playing for you the entire 45 minute or 45 second commercial here as he reads it on the show, pre recorded. Um, And every time I hear this, now keep in mind, I'm just, I've heard this a million times. So when you hear a commercial a million times, small things will just start standing out to you. Yeah. And there's something in this commercial that stands out to me as somewhat, I don't even know if it's odd, just an interesting choice. Okay. And I'm going to give you some hints. I want you to listen to this and guess what struck me as interesting. Uh, this is so stupid. Here are my hints for you. It's not obvious and it's not offensive okay. in any way. Uh, he does use the word crazy or insane. It's not that. All I right. know we've been talking about use of language a lot on the show. Um, and again, it doesn't make me mad. It doesn't anger me. It, I just find it a curious choice. Okay. okay? Take a listen to the full commercial. Hey, football fans, I'm here to tell you that NFL NFLSundayTicket.tv is like having front row seats to every live out-of-market game every Sunday afternoon. No matter where you live, that's a lot of football. And guess what? This season, you get even more football than ever before. 18 weeks of NFL glory right there in your front room. Stream to your favorite device. Just picture it. You put your feet up, kick back, eat snacks, oh yeah, and stream an insane amount of football. So make your seat a front row seat and catch every second of your favorite players and favorite teams Every Sunday afternoon, just visit NFL Sunday Ticket.TV and use promo code Dan 2021 to order today. Now, I'm prepared to walk you through this, but do you have any guesses right out of the gate?
2: I have two possible guesses, mm-hmm. neither of which feels like great guesses to me.
1: Well, keep in mind, this is a very stupid exercise sure. I've created. So you might be right. So
2: here are my two guesses that sort of stood mm-hmm. out to me. One, he says it's a lot of football no matter where you live.
1: Mm, that is interesting I thought, Now like, that's going to stand out to that? Too.
2: What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? You know like Well I guess Where you live That
1: probably means like different services might provide different packages Depending on where you live potentially Like if you know, Xfinity in Seattle might offer something different than Xfinity in Cleveland
2: Okay so it doesn't seem weird to you
1: uh, That did not stand out to me Although every time I hear that I will now think right. about that We're
2: just going to find all the ways to make this mm-hmm. ad feel weird to mm-hmm. people um the other thing and this one is a real reach but he says front room which I know what a front room is but it's a it's a little bit usually you would hear somebody refer to like the den or the TV room or something if they're talking about like watching football
1: front room <laughs>
2: Was it Front Room?
1: Front Room. <laughs> I, on, I had a billion versions of this that got smaller and smaller and smaller until it focused on Front Room. <laughs> and that's exactly it. You're too damn good at this game. You may have just saved this episode of After These Messages, though, because it was going to be excruciating as we got closer and closer to Front Room. But yes, I think that every time I hear that, I think, oh, a... Apparently, Whittingham has a front room. A
2: front room. That yeah. he watches
1: TV. In. I mean, you have like, heard you that think, phrase of before. Of course, but do you just yeah. think that the the average American football experience is, everybody, let's gather in the front room. <laughs> anyway. Yeah,
2: that's why it jumped out to me, too. Again, it
1: doesn't make me angry. I don't think it's wrong. I think it's one of those things where he's clearly reading a script, but maybe he's also putting a little bit of himself in it as sure. well. And then I'm like, okay, Chris Whittingham has a front room. Front room. <laughs> All right. Well, that went quicker than I expected. And... Mercifully so. Okay, all you folks who are just guessing like crazy what this new ad campaign that I'm so obsessed with is all about. Does that music give you a clue? It's about sleep. It's actually the new campaign, if you can believe it, by a company who I think has one of the worst names for, like, a major retailer, which is Mattress Firm. Why I does, think it's a terrible name. What's so
2: bad about it? It's It, ha- it works on several levels. It's a company that sells mattresses. Yep. sells You Firmness is a quality that you associate with good mattresses. But not
1: everybody wants a firm mattress. First of all, you're really locking into that choice.
2: I guess so. But, I mean, it, it feels like on... It feels like thematically appropriate.
1: I will say this. It is better than their previous name or one of the companies that they acquired, which yeah. was Sleep Train. Sleep Train sounds terrible. Because they would play the Sleep yeah. Train commercial and then they go
2: choo-choo. <laughs> the most non-conducive like, like, thing to sleep. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like even if like, uh, what do they call it? Is it the sleeper car on a train? Yeah. That maybe could, you know, evoke feelings of relaxing like the the drumming of the coziness yeah the coziness and the sound of maybe being cozy on a train but like and that's a sleep train oh god i'll never sleep again uh but anyway uh this company mattress firm uh went around i think just acquiring all kinds of brick and mortar mattress companies because i feel like you're down to basically mattress firm and then the online and then modern mattress right and then
2: like all the other kinds of mattresses you can buy online, some of which are sold at mattress firm also oh that's right because I my friend that. was yeah. uh, getting a new mattress and she was in there trying them all out and she one of the ones that that they had to sell on the showroom floor was the purple mattress which is uh, definitely yeah. one of the ones you can get um packed away in a in a box.
1: So let me tell you about Mattress Firm. We have one in our neighborhood, not to brag. You know a neighborhood's <laughs> really a, yeah. a, a, on the rise when you have a mattress firm That's in your right. neighborhood. um and we'll, I,
2: we'll know we're coming up when we don't live near a mattress <laughs> yeah. firm.
1: And I pass it almost every day. And a while back, this the story of this campaign, by the way, and I think I might have mentioned this last week, is I, my first exposure to it left me befuddled and somewhat irritated actually. Um, And now I've come to love it because before I ever saw any commercials for this campaign, I just saw a poster uh, in the, the window of Mattress Firm and it says less junk sleep. And as the font, as that sentence goes on or as that phrase goes on, the font gets more and more kind of hazy and blurry. And the photo that accompanies it is a guy who at first glance and again maybe this has to do with where we live and the crisis we're living through right now with homeless, homelessness in our city and and our neighborhood but you see a guy standing in the middle of a street somewhere looking completely bedraggled he's wearing jeans and an oversized flannel shirt
2: are you sure he's not wearing pajamas
1: oh is he wearing pajamas well as you walk by he looks like
2: he's wearing a ro- like uh, like okay. pajama pants and then kind of a plaid robe you know now that you say that it, which i is, see it you know sort of typical man sleep that is sleep true gear
1: you know what now that you say it i see it but when you pass you're just briskly walking down the street like as I you do right? yeah brisk, you're so brisk, brisk. brisk. i'm just i'm holding the clipboard i'm getting stuff done and i Keeping see your this, heart rate up yes and it just to me i pass it and it looks like okay by the way and so he looks a lot like kind of dave attell on a bad day sort of i think <laughs> yeah. um and that's saying something and and he's he's holding a pillow so again he's outside and he's holding a pillow and you're right that's a robe but it looks like an oversized flannel shirt to me when I'm walking by with my clipboard and I really thought this was like a statement on homelessness or something like in the corner of my brain not really fully you know processing it until I finally stopped and I said what is this and I'm like oh junk sleep I guess this is a guy who's not not sleeping well but why is he out standing in the middle of a suburban or almost like uh yeah I guess kind of a suburban street It almost looks like a yeah, it's a, suburban a mall street. somewhere Yeah it's or a something. suburban
2: street because you can tell there's no sidewalks
1: yeah, Right yeah yeah exactly That's why I almost say like not suburban like there are houses In the background but like it almost seems like He could be standing outside of a Best Buy or something Right um, And I thought that was really weird And I was like oh I guess they're saying that like if you're not getting a good night's sleep you're kind of like this Guy but I thought it was kind of In bad taste <laughs> again just kind of given Our neighborhood and all the baggage I brought to it and then I started seeing the commercials for these things. And apparently I didn't realize this, but this campaign is not super new anymore. It launched during the Olympics. That's oh, when it first started. That's
2: pretty new. That's
1: relatively new. And I saw the Sometimes first we're like, one. I
2: saw a new ad campaign and then we find it's out it was 2015. Like from twenty fifteen. From twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. It's older
1: than the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, you know what's funny? I talked about this campaign so much with UV that I didn't even write down the name of the fellow that it stars and now i can't think leave of it schreiber. leave schreiber it's a hard name to remember and what do we know him from you said ray donovan is what we know ray him donovan
2: from. is his that is his signature you know mm-hmm. tv series i forget what cable you know what you know premium channel it does It might be maybe showtime or i feel like it's not hbo because i haven't sort of stumbled across it mm-hmm. but
1: and that's not tv
2: uh, right, but I mean he's got a he's got a show called Ray Donovan. He's been in a ton of movies. He was in a remake of, um, uh, The Manchurian Candidate. He was in oh. one one of those Wolverine movies as an as brother of Wolverine. Um, I think he was. You know, the first time I ever saw Liev Schreiber was in the Scream movies because I'm pretty sure he plays the wrongly accused dude who the Mur- the real murderers have framed for their for their scream murders.
1: I didn't say I wasn't going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just told you it's that. not him. I didn't tell you who it was. <laughs> it's Billy. <laughs> anyway, these commercials, I think, are astoundingly good. They are so surreal, and the whole premise of it is: if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you're getting junk sleep, and that's going to affect your your waking life right okay but they don't take place necessarily at, I mean they do sort of take place at night but they take place in this like nether time in this n- nether place where it's it is really surreal it's it feels like who's a famous surrealist well Dali Dali I was gonna say Dali-esque and then it sounded like I had the wrong name there <laughs> um it, it sometimes it almost feels like a play. The way like it'll start in the dark and then lights will chunk 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 yeah. on in the background, um, and I think in the sound design is fantastic. So while a lot of the imagery is going to be lost on our audience if you haven't seen this before, but if if you haven't seen these, go to the Facebook page. We'll have them all posted there. I'll try to explain what is going on, but also the sound is is very good. Um,
2: It'll make more sense to me because I'm used to hearing Andrew describe his dreams.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, so are a lot of these listeners. <laughs> but it starts with you and
2: I. Wake up every morning and we tell each other. I we know dreams. it's and true. They, yeah, it's not something we ever agreed upon or like. I don't. We've we've. This is the first time we've ever explicitly talked about that fact. But I'm just realizing now. We always ask each yeah. other what we dreamed about.
1: You wake up, you say, "Oh, crazy dreams." I'm like, "What? Was, me too. What was yours?" Yeah, except we for bo- the time we both so I dream, don't have a, dream. We both yeah.
2: dream very vividly. Yeah.
1: Um, so I, I don't even know. I don't know if I should try to, to describe this as it plays, or I'll, I'll give you a. I'll give you a little nugget. I'll set it up, and then I will just let the audio play. I don't want to interrupt it too much, and maybe I'll tell you afterwards kind of some of the images that you're seeing. But you see Lee Schreiber, and he's driving in a car by himself, and he's talking to us, right? He's looking at us at the camera, and he's talking to us, and he's explaining the problem with junk sleep. But while he's driving through some random city, we're seeing, again, surreal scenes. You, Genevieve, you might, you might almost say Dolly-esque. <laughs>
2: You might almost say it, but then you might get a get a scared <laughs> you might that a it's scare- not the right thing to say.
1: <laughs> I've been known to use the wrong words before. <laughs> um, at one point, you see a guy riding his bicycle in the middle of the night, but he's wearing nothing but his skivvies. Um, you see, that's not
2: that weird in this hood. actually. No, wait. that's
1: a good point. Actually, I do think you see this David Tell character at some point in this commercial wandering a street at night. But there's to all... be clear,
2: it's not David Tell. No, don't sue us, David Tell. No,
1: I'm, I'm well also. I mean, there's a lot of things assumed there, that number one, he's listening, and number two, what would he sue about? Sue me. And also, the third question would be, sue me. (laughs) Sue Sue me for what, what? as Rocky famously said. Um, Anyway, a, a bunch of surreal imagery of just people not being able to function because they're getting a bad night's sleep. But it also takes place in kind of a nightscape here, even though some of them are doing things that you would associate with the daytime. So take a listen to this. We've got a problem, America. Mm-hmm. Let me stop right there. Yeah, I've already did, got this didn't wrong. You
2: mentioned an important fact. Yeah,
1: before he's in a car. I mean, the scene just keeps changing. Yeah. Like that's why it's like so a hard. dream. <laughs> it's very dreamlike. Um, the first one, actually, when he first starts talking, he's actually in a bed, like a king-size bed that is
2: Do you know that there's a movie that I So you know I had a television when I was growing like when I was a teenager, I had my own television in my bedroom. It didn't have cable, but this was in an era when you could get a fair amount of TV just over the air. And I kept it right by my bed. And I don't know how this flew, um, but I was able to, I would just like watch TV super late at night, like really quiet. And so I saw a lot of weird movies that way. I saw everything you ever wanted to know about sex. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw the entire run of soap. Um, so, MASH. I saw a lot of mash but that was more parental parental sanctioned um but i saw a movie that i think was british and i just remember that it was like these you know hip young people sort of like from the 60s riding around the streets of i want to say london on a like a on a brass bed and I don't know what movie that is. Ad Council. I could probably look is it, it, it up.
1: Bed knobs and broomstick.
2: No, I mean it's not a. It wasn't bed knobs. I know what that is. This was more sort of surreal, like this. But it makes me think of this so much because it's the he's mm-hmm. he's sitting on this big sort of queen sized bed, just. And it's just, like, rolling through these empty night streets.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of sitting up in bed against the headboard as this giant bed is rolling through the streets. Eventually, he just miraculously finds himself in a car instead of on the bed. And he's just, like, he's passing people who are doing weird dances in, uh, in like, in,
2: bodegas, yeah,
1: in front of bodegas and flower shops, um, you do see again this guy carrying a pillow across a, a busy street. At one point, he says something like,
2: "Dave Nuttell
1: hey, you forget your uh, you forget your laptop." And then you see an image of a laptop not forgotten at home, but rattling on top of a city bus for some reason. The imagery really doesn't make sense to describe it with words, but as a little you know piece of film here, it's, yeah, it's very really beautiful. compelling. We've got a problem,
0: America. Junk sleep. It's what you get from a bed that isn't right for you. Keep calling Kevin Keith? Junk sleep.
1: Left your laptop on the bus? Junk sleep. See, yeah, I messed that one up, too. Yeah, the whole plan. words there is you left your laptop on the bus, but you don't see it in a bus seat. You see it on top of the bus. Also, a great line coming up
0: here. Can't straight think? Slug cheap. Love that. Junk sleep makes you forget the one thing your boss said not to forget. But Knock, knock. Who's there? Junk sleep. What you need is real sleep, the kind of sleep you get from a bed that matches you.
1: Not him, not her, or whoever's in that.
2: He's talking Whoa. about a guy in a banana costume.
1: And then suddenly, the kid who's in the banana costume turns into Lieb Schreiber. He's, did you notice that? He's the guy suddenly driving the car, and then he realizes how weird that is, so he shakes his head and he becomes Lieb Schreiber Oh, yeah, again. that's very creepy. I mean, this is so
2: It's really cinematic. Yeah. Whoa.
0: <laughs> so maybe it's time to ask yourself, you get out of the wrong side of bed this morning or the wrong bed altogether.
1: Then it says unjunk your sleep. Um, You see people kind of wandering around like zombies. You see somebody now it's becoming almost dawn and you see somebody mowing the lawn in their pajamas with a pillow attached to the back of their head.
2: This whole, this campaign or this ad at least feels so sophisticated and um, compelling and visually interesting and they've got a real you know, they've They've got a, a big name attached to it. It's sort of surprising for mattress firm, which I think of. I mean, we joked earlier mm-hmm. about it being like a sort of a, a down market thing to have in your neighborhood or to live yeah. near. Yeah. Um, no shade. I mean, we, yeah, live, yeah. we live like right by but one. But it's
1: also that like it's like also it can't actually the one in our neighborhood is not bad at all. It just looks like a it's storefront fine, like But else, I mean, but, like, just
2: mattress stores generally. Yeah, exactly. Right? Remember like,
1: that place we were? we were in the middle of like some urban blight and like, you know, south of Seattle at some big mall area. And there were two mattress firms yes. next to each other because mattress firm just acquired every Yeah, or like, something. So like
2: tell me you live in a in a neighborhood on the decline without telling me you live in a neighborhood on the decline. Right. Right, like it's a lot of mattress stores
1: potentially, yeah.
2: And so I, so for a store like that, I'm just impressed by the quality of this ad.
1: It's amazing. So I looked up the director. It's directed by, by the way, it was created by Droga5, and it was directed by somebody named Steve Ason. And Steve Ason makes all kinds of amazing commercials that are punching above their weight. The only one that I think. Well, the only one that is kind of of this level that I think we talked about on the show before was Mom Song by Old Spice. Do you remember this one?
2: Yeah, vaguely.
1: It's it's a mom who is sad to see her boy growing up. And right. she's kind of like, she's singing this song about him growing up and her not wanting to let go. Like literally, she's like at, at some point like even hanging onto the back of a car while he's driving away. And she's singing this song. Didn't see it coming, but it came
0: in a can. Now my sweet son's sprayed into a man.
1: Mine too, and hey, we know just who the blame. So we're seeing various, you know, young men, boys boys becoming men yes. and men becoming wolves. As they're growing up, they're starting to date, they're going on dates, and these moms are kind of like kind of stalking them yeah. a little bit coming out of the bushes and singing these we lyrics
2: the it's an unsettling concept but it's very well executed when our sons have fun with women, women and misbehave old spies,
1: old spies. right a man on my son now he's kissing all the women and his chores are not done he was just my little sweetie tiny fingers hands and
0: feeties now he's touching kissing feeling all the women because oh. My soul now he smells like a man and they treat him like one. <laughs>
1: Again, the imagery in that one very surreal, very yes. high quality production value, yeah, right? Very
2: funny, uh, almost Michelle Gondry esque yes. with, with the sort of practical effects in play.
1: And, and again, it's funny and it's dark humor, just like Slunk Jeep. Yeah, I love. I just love yeah, this so guy's eyes. Steve
2: eye. Asin has Steve Asin done anything that's not uh, commercials? Uh,
1: not that I recognize it. Give like he Steve Asin a movie, but he d- has done like kind of these longer commercial. Like McG films. got
2: to, dra- to direct Charlie's Angels on the strength of like some music videos.
1: I don't think this is worth playing but remember the last Super Bowl there was a chance the rapper and Backstreet Boys commercial oh, yes. for the, not a lot going Those on there. For Doritos there. I want to say. For Doritos yeah. exactly. Um there's another one uh this would That I, was I think-
2: that was a, a case of too many celebrities not enough creative talent aren't you
1: the fan of cosmopolitan of las vegas Yes, commercials? i have thought their
2: commercials were so good we're go- i'm going to vegas in um january and everybody i'm with wants to stay at the aria and i was like i didn't want to like be a pill but i was secretly thinking like ah oh, if i'm gonna spend that much money on a fancy hotel room i wish i was spending it at the cosmo because
1: those cosmo ads again very kind of um i mean they're high class but like a, but little, a little bit weird of, yeah with a yeah. twist of weirdness here's one i don't know if you've seen this one before but this is directed by steve Ason too we see a um a good looking young man at like kind of a poolside bar and there's a very attractive and how would you describe her kind of style very like avant-garde sort of
2: She's uh, her Style. her look is kind of 60s mod, not her outfit. She's wearing just a, a sexy bathing suit, although not not a traditional bikini. It's like mm-hmm. this cut-out white and black bathing suit, but she's got a blonde bob with a heavy bang. So you know, sort of a 60s mod quality to her look.
1: And um, this fella sees her at the bar. He's got a paper crane inside of a champagne flute for some reason, and he slides it down the bar to her, catches the attention of some other men who see this happening. There's some real drama going on in what you're about to hear, but it's unclear what the drama is. And I think you might recognize some of this dialogue. I see a little silhouette of the man. (laughs)
0: Scaramouche. Scaramouche. Will you do the fandango? Oh, thunderbolt and lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo. Galileo. Galileo? Figaro. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody
1: loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare
2: him (laughs) his life from this monstrosity.
1: He's so uh, as this dialogue <laughs> this goes fantastic. on, it's the bartender who says he's just a poor so, boy. And like, now the,
2: everybody's getting into it, and they're all everybody the people at the all around are doing the lines. And
1: again, like there's the way it's shot. There's so much tension in the room, but like you have no idea what's going on. What it's a great obvious idea to
2: take is, the lyrics of the song and turn it into a sort of a an escalating yes conflict. And
1: again, do you see how this all fits into this director's sort of oh, vision? Totally, again, yeah. it's like intense. It's and funny. It's, it's dark.
2: And it's just like you know, you're not even see, getting the vision. Which are all beautiful, but lush. They're l- all so lush, lush, but but uh, incredibly curated. It's really great. I'm gonna
1: continue this one because you haven't seen this before.
0: Will you do the fandango? Oh,
1: thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo. Galileo, Galileo, Figaro. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare him his life from this monstrosity.
0: Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Bismillah. No, we, we will, not, not, let you you let we will not, not let you go Let me go We will not let you go. you go we will not
1: let you go Let me go No, 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 no Mama Mia, Mama Mia, Mama Mia Let me go Me a mama, has a You see at the end that his phone number was inside the paper crane. I mean, it just gets weirder and weirder. The entire hotel becomes the chorus. People are singing from balconies. It just creates
2: a vibe. Does it not? I am in
1: love with this guy's vision. I'm going to play another commercial here. Maybe I'll get
2: a special wig and go sneak into the uh, Cosmo when I'm over there.
1: Actually, I'm not going to play this one because it's too long, and I've already done a terrible job trying to describe these indescribable commercials but there's another commercial for nike called the great chase that celebrates the chinese uh lunar new year and it actually taught me there's a whole tradition apparently of like an elder like an adult i think bestowing a gift maybe usually a cash gift that's put in a very specific sort of red envelope to kids but the tradition is the kids are supposed to say no 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 and then the 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 older whether it's a grandparent or a parent is supposed to sort of force it on the kids so it's like this whole kind of dance uh-huh. around it and that's the real tradition and th- and this commercial is uh, basically a little girl who says no 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 to her aunt or something but then it gets more intense and then she gets older and older and her and her aunt are having these dramatic chase scenes around the city of course wearing Nike shoes oh, right. or whatever that's and it a is, clever idea. it's a whole film Genevieve yeah. it's a whole film with what a great whole idea. Background. what a great way to
2: like to show somebody show something about a culture that's not familiar to a westerner and put it in a you know yeah. I mean, it's It's kind of ironic, I guess. It's like such a capitalist uh, message yeah. you know, <laughs> associated with a, a Chinese tradition, but it's really great.
1: So I'm going to go back to these Junk Sleep commercials. Here's another one. This one is called Kate's Junk Sleep. And in this one, we again have Lee Schreiber, and he's um, – these get shorter, by the way. But
2: these, our descriptions will be just as long. Exactly.
1: This is one that I said it almost reminds you of like a – a play the way it's set up it takes place in the middle of a street at night and Triber's talking to us and he's talking about this woman Kate who didn't get enough sleep but in the background under a direct spotlight she is in the middle of the street at her work desk uh, answering emails and she's gonna make the mistake that none of us ever want to make which is she's gonna reply all to something accidentally cuz she got slunk jeep
0: junk sleep is an accident waiting to happen Kate didn't talk to a mattress firm sleep expert. She can't sleep. Now she's sleep typing. And just hit reply all. I did? Oh, I did.
1: Now suddenly we're seeing all of our colleagues, lights are popping up in the street as spotlights and we're seeing other people at these surreal desks and they're all receiving the email that she replied all to. Creating a very powerful enemy.
0: Me, Linda, from Payroll. Sincerely, Junk Sleeper. Mattress Firm. I'm junk your sleeper. Again,
1: I don't think I did it justice in my description. And I love that,
2: they, that, that the payroll lady is Linda, which reminds yes. me of a joke from Kimmy Schmidt.
1: What is it? Oh, is it the HR? Yeah, is there's it?
2: a baby named Linda, and the only people who... The that Titus can remember can think of who are named Linda are all HR ladies. And so he
1: tracks a bunch of them down yeah. to advise him, I believe. Here's another one where Schreiber is, I believe, sitting outside somewhere, again, in the street at night. And under the spotlight this time is just kind of a, a sofa and a lamp that should be in a living room somewhere. And a bedraggled-looking guy who's sitting on the couch, and it, he forgot something, but he can't quite remember what he forgot. I'm going to give it away here because I don't think think the visual, the, the audio kind of gets confusing at the end. We realize at the end that this guy forgot to pick up his kids somewhere. Got the memory of
0: a pine cone? Junk sleep. Michael bought a bed without talking to a mattress firm sleep expert. He can't sleep. Now he's thinking he's forgetting something. Something important. Hmm. Oh well. Probably nothing.
1: We suddenly see in a different part of town. Again, is the sound design not creepy as hell? We see uh, suddenly a light pops on at a place that is clearly labeled school. And there's a kid standing alone at night under a street light outside of school.
2: Dad?
0: <laughs> For real sleep, go to Mattress Firm. Unjunk
2: your sleep. That reminds me of a commercial we just saw the other day for Wingstop, which I've grabbed here. Do you want to play that one? Oh
1: sure, yeah. What is it's this? Did We already talked we, about we got, this, or we, we talked about, about, it about it while there. it
2: was while it was happening. So this is for, it's just funny because it's like the, it's the oh, same joke basically. Yes,
1: I forgot. Oh, this is so good. This
2: is a great one. So um, the the husband and father. Uh, well, the husband comes in. He's carrying a big bag from Wingstop. His wife is uh, kind of sitting at, at in their kitchen, and he's he proudly tells her that he remembered to get extra ranch.
1: I remember the extra ranch. Good. Can everything else go. What else? Picking our child up. Cool, cool. I will be right back. <laughs> you know I love both of those actors so much. They're both great. They, yeah. they have about seven seconds before the message comes in and And it they both have out. so much charisma. And there's so much charisma. Cool,
2: right?
1: cool. Cool, cool. Picking our child up? <laughs> like, oh, man, she sells it. All right, last one of these um, junk sleep commercials. This one is called Funeral, and I'd be lying to you if I told you I remember. Oh, okay, in this one, Triber is playing um, bagpipes at some point. It starts with him, again, riding his bed down the street and to the beach. And then he gets off his bed uh, on the beach, and the bed is... Keeps floating out into the water, and then a couple of fellas come to send the send the bed off to its proper water funeral. Junk sleep sneaks up on you.
0: Maybe your mattress was perfect once, but eventually, Father Time comes for us all.
1: He pulls out bagpipes.
0: You can't replace everything, but you can replace a bed. So go to mattress firm. I'll find the
1: one for you. Now, he he nods at these two. I guess they're mattress firm employees. Or maybe one is the bed owner, I think. And the other one is a one mattress firm One of them looks pretty bedraggled, which I yeah. guess
2: is the junk sleep haver.
1: And the junk sleep haver pulls out a bow and arrow and starts shooting arrows at the bed as it floats out into the sea and eventually even starts Isn't lighting them on fire. Is that like a Norse fire. tradition? I think so. Mattress firm. I'll find the one for you. The flaming arrow misses, but it doesn't matter the bed catches fire in the water anyway. That's kind of my least favorite of the whole thing. It's a little bit uh It's the it's, least
2: it's the least visually interesting. Yeah. Even though you have a bed floating around.
1: And it's kind of the broadest humor. Yeah. It doesn't like kind of take as much time to like kind of develop and it's not it's not as creepy, right? Yeah. But man, Genevieve. I love these. I love this campaign yeah. so much. So yeah. I'm gonna go down to the mattress firm tomorrow and I'm gonna apologize to them. Uh by the way, I did take a photo of the uh of the poster as it as it's displayed in our neighborhood. Would you have a way of posting that to Facebook?
2: Sure. Okay. So I we'll know how to. I too. know how to post a picture to Facebook.
1: Even even Genevieve's can post things to it Facebook. It is. It but, is
2: the. We are pretty much at the limits of my technological <laughs> capabilities.
1: All right. Well, thanks for putting up with all that. That
2: was interesting. Everybody's talking at
0: me. I don't hear words saying.
1: Only the echoes of my mind. All right, let's get into some ad counsel here. Might have a, kind of a shortish show today, which is a... You know, you told me that um, our shows tend to get more listeners when they're a little bit longer. As yeah. opposed to a little bit shorter. So, we'll
2: just I don't know, 10, anything We'll to just add? leave 10 minutes of silence at we the could, end of this one.
1: We could leave 10 minutes of silence right here.
2: Yeah.
1: Like Re- a donut hole. Really test them. And then come back for it's ad council. The donut just want to do that?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Time to make the donut holes. Uh, all right. Let's um, start with... Actually, you know what, Genevieve? I'm cheating a little bit here. Look at me being so naughty. Um, <laughs> are you familiar with the fact that, like, The Sopranos is having, like, a, like a real renaissance with the younger generation now? Like, the, Is
2: it because of that movie that's supposed to be not good?
1: I don't think it's because of that. I... They might be slightly related, and, uh-huh. and they were trying to. But know, there's, draft I guess, off of gosh, with-
2: it's it feels the Sopranos feels so present and relevant to me, but I guess it has been a long time since it was on TV, and there probably are a lot of people who are of age now to watch it who were way too young when it was. On.
1: Exactly. So, for lack of a better word, the kind of TikTok generation is kind of maybe discovering The Sopranos, um, and also it's becoming super memified. Specifically, this idea of Gabagool, which I don't know if it started with this. This is, you know, where our friend Luke got obsessed with this Gabagool meme that uh, broke out on TikTok. I'm assuming this song here is maybe the origin of that Gabagool joke
0: woke up this morning, got some gabagoo. And then I woke up the next day and got some a gabagoo. Keep waking up, keep getting different types of gabagoo. I even
1: got some gabagoo from a Scooby-Doo. Woke up this morning, gabagoo. Anyway, um... So Gabagool is just all over the place. You know, right. I'm not even really on TikTok, so I only get it filtered through Luke. But like now, like, tons of people are constantly sending us in, like, various memes and jokes all the right. way to the Gabagool. Well, I got a note. Actually, this was on the TBTL Slack page today from Marissa that says, this is that rare moment when I don't know whether to send something to TBTL or to After These Messages. And I need your help with this commercial, Genevieve. This is Dietz and Watson, and they have a character called the Gaba Ghoul for Uh Halloween okay, and this is one of the actors from The Sopranos but I don't remember which one you'll know when you hear his voice right now I'm showing you pictures of him but he's you know under heavy makeup we see some you know guy some soprano's guy in his kitchen. <laughs> he
2: also sort of looks like a vampire.
1: Right, exactly. He's kind of got a big thick robe on with like a, a like a white t-shirt and a chain underneath, but he's also got tons of pancake white, is it called pancake makeup or whatever that? Like heavy white makeup with black and dark eyes and he's just made up so he looks like, well, a ghoul or you might say a ghoul. and this is uh he's in his kitchen talking to us. <laughs> Hey, it's me, the Gobba and today we're gonna make Halloweenies. And the key to a scary good weenie is the dog, and it's gotta be Dietz and Watson. Their dogs grill up plump and juicy, and they got all kinds of choices. There's a weenie for everyone in the family. Also, the bun must be perfectly, what's with the freaking bat? Yo, give me back my weenie, you rat faced piece of hot dog stealer. So some um, bats that you can clearly see the strings yeah. of them come into the kitchen. Uh, you you, know, is he maybe not from The Sopranos? Is he just a type?
2: He's so made up, and he's certainly older than he was in The Sopranos. But is it possible that's Vincent Pastore?
1: Is that Big Pussy? Yeah. I, that was my
2: guess,
1: but I'm not sure. But I will say this. I think, I, you know, the commercial's fine. The, ho-
2: the commercials must identify who he is, right? Um,
1: I'm playing this off of YouTube, unfortunately, yeah. and I'm not seeing Somebody said, better than the many saints of Newark. <laughs> As I
2: said, it's getting mixed to bad No, reviews. I have no desire to see that yeah. either. It doesn't
1: have... That movie doesn't seem to have... It doesn't capture any of the magic of what we liked about The Sopranos. It just looks like kind of a bad action... Gangster movie, as opposed to the balance of suburban life and the complexities. Yeah, of... what I
2: what I read was that it leans too heavily and t- that that it's so enthral in enthral to the sort of the legend of Tony Soprano and the performance that James Gandolfini you know created, and that like that James Gandolfini's shadow looms so large over this. Universe and over this character of this you know this younger version of himself who was played by his by Gandolfini's actual son, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Um, that it's just like it can't get out from under in a way and like it would it, it's just sort of like It feels superfluous. Is mm-hmm. kind of what a lot of reviewers have been saying. And mm-hmm. I, I was you know, I loved like many people love the Sopranos and Would have been happy to see something that was kind of from that universe or with that sensibility But this doesn't feel to me like anything that will enliven or elucidate what I loved about The Sopranos. Yeah,
1: I have zero desire to see that. Um, Also, the only comment I have about this commercial is a wiener for everyone in the family is not the best line in the world. (laughs) You're really think, leading
2: I, into the wiener, huh?
1: Was that yeah? Uh, a like week. You're
2: really, really committed to, to the wiener. I feel like
1: that was. I feel like that's supposed to be somewhat funny. I think that's a little bit of a double entendre. No. Yeah, I'm
2: sure it is. I just, it's like, it's not funny enough to be. It's not. It's not that funny, but it is a little gross.
1: Do you remember talking about Gronks? accent. I do, yes, and show. how
2: mystified I was that it sounded like he was from, like, the upper Midwest.
1: Right, of course, Rob Gronkowski is the fellow we're talking about, you know, f- just famous, famous tight end and best friend of Tom Brady. And he's in a whole <laughs> spate of commercials now.
2: That'll be his, the first line of his obituary. <laughs> yeah. Famous tight end and best friend of Tom Brady. Uh,
1: and of course... Um, Died
2: today, saving Tom Brady <laughs> from a speeding train. <laughs>
1: It was a sleep train. Oddly enough, <laughs> it's barreling down. Well, Gronk is in a whole bunch of commercials right now because, of course, he was retired, and then he, uh, and then of course he and Br- he unretired to join Brady down in in Tampa Bay, um, and so he's already got one foot out the door. He already had both feet out the door to start his post football career, yeah. um, and now he's back in the game. And he's still doing all these commercials. And one of them that we played, we'll play this one, the one that I feel like is just on the edge.
2: USA, this is
0: Stephanie. Hi, this is uh, Robert. I'd like to get up to 30% off my auto insurance with Safe Pilot. I can help you with that. What's your member number? Uh, 87. It should be
2: between five and 12 digits. Ah, Boston, this is
0: Super Bowl <laughs> champion Rob Gronkowski. I'm not a member.
2: Mr. Gronkowski, USA is for the military community and their families. That's what makes
0: us special.
1: Oh, but I'm special. Um, we talked that one to death. I won't rehash. I won't rehash it. I, I, lo- I love that commercial, but it's weird. And they really they're asking somebody who's not necessarily a natural actor, I think, to act badly. Yeah, especially, which is funny. But you were talking about the accent because I think did you say like did you say Midwestern or something? And then we yeah, realized, and it wasn't oh, as pronounced from New in, York.
2: This epi- in this episode, in this commercial. But in one of the ads we talked about with Gronkowski, um, He just really has that, he has like almost a Chicago Chicago accent Mm -hmm. to my ear, which I'm not trying to say that I have a great ear for accents. I certainly don't.
1: Well, you're on to something because uh, Listener John says, in regards to that conversation from a couple of weeks ago, you might find this interesting. If you didn't know about it, Gronk's accent as a native of the Buffalo area is probably due to the, quote, inland northern American English dialect a.k.a. the Great Lakes dialect. I didn't
2: know about this. It's
1: basically due to old shipping routes across the (gasps) Erie Canal to the Great Lakes, causing people in central to western New York having similar accents to people all the way to Wisconsin. It's fascinating stuff.
2: That is fascinating stuff, John. John
1: says, anyway, spend five minutes in Utica or Buffalo, and you might think that you're in a Chicago suburb.
2: Oh, it's not a... Oh, not Utica, sir.
1: <laughs> It's more of an Albany more thing. More of an
2: Albany thing. That's amazing. I want to do... I want to read everything about this now.
1: He included a Wikipedia link. I can't so wait. That is in I'm going to dig into that. Yeah, I was going to read the entire Wikipedia article here, but even if we do need longer shows, I figure that's probably a bad move for us. <laughs>
2: yeah, we don't just need to read Wikipedia. But thank you, John. That I really had no idea. That is so interesting. And it's uh, it really appeals to my... like. My history nerd, mm-hmm. uh, you know the history nerd it's, in me. It
1: almost seems like a diaspora, sort of the way you can see like cultures, you can track cultures as you know going way, way, way yeah, back. Yeah, or from- just
2: like the it, it like how how human like commerce and uh, connection and travel and trade routes like tr- they they transport more than goods. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like it transports culture and it transports even accents. Like it's mm-hmm. so interesting.
1: Caroline says, I was so glad someone sent in the Hinky Dinky grocery store name. I lived about six blocks from one growing up, and I really, really wanted a job as a bagger there because as a teen, they paid. Time and a half on Sundays and double on holidays. That is
2: a good deal. That is a
1: great deal. Had to settle for a gig at McDonald's, though. Sigh. The name is definitely an allusion to Piggly Wiggly, which was publicly traded when Hinky Dinky was founded in the 1920s. The name comes from this World War One song that is, shall we say, not very respectful of French culture. Oh yeah. have you Hinky, to this Hinky yet?
2: Dinky Parley Oh,
1: you know. Yeah, no, I've heard of it.
2: No way. I have, yeah.
1: Take a listen to this. This is somebody literally playing this off of a Victrola. I'm not joking. On YouTube.
2: It's just a record. No,
1: look, it's a Victrola. Look at the look at the needle that comes down. Alright. Do you ever think of the time when all the boys went across the sea? To the land of wee-wee-wee, where they fold with sweet sales. Then the boys came
0: back with a song about hinky-dinky polly If you don't recall
1: the song at all, I'm singing over for you. Say, has become of hinky-dinky polly-boo. has become of hinky-dinky polly-boo. Maybe he still is true to you and true to the rest of the Army, too. So you knew this, huh? I've heard of it, yeah. Really, Sid? Yeah. This was all news to me. In fact, I was listening to it very carefully because I can't make out all the words. I'm like, is there anything in here that I shouldn't be playing on the show? I mean, it's from, you know, pre-World War hinky II. Hinky
2: Dinky but like- is, I don't, I should know, considering I've been studying French for a year, but, I mean, Parlez-vous is a, like, means uh, do you speak? Uh, so I'm not sure what, if Hinky Dinky is like a, a French word that's been like miss you know, mistran- you know, sort of like in in other words, it's spelled hinky dinky p r a p a r l a y v o o, but the French phrase parlez vous means yes. do you speak right? um, so I don't know what the hinky dinky is in reference to, but it sounds like it's sort of like a is it uh, Like hanky panky. Like a transmogri maybe it's that. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's a sex thing. I, I do think
1: it is, isn't it? Like those those GIs went yeah. over there, and do, hey, and hanky panky. You speak. Yeah. Do you
2: speak. Uh, doing it.
1: That's kind of what. That's kind of what yeah, I was kind of probably. assuming. Yeah, yeah. One more note from the ad council here. This one comes from Rachel, who says this commercial just went by during the NL wild card game, and I am gobsmacked that they could afford this slot. Maybe it's all the money they saved on the production. Also, the one lady in this commercial is totally this dude's mom, right? Okay, so um, I don't know how to describe what I'm about to play for you. (laughs) So I guess that's the trend of the show or the theme of the show today. But this is for something called JB's Fantastic Finds, like you find something. So it's advertising. And again, I, I Genevieve. Genevieve. I don't know if this is advertising a store or a Facebook show where they actually sell these things. It's like a bunch of like... A
2: Facebook show?
1: For real, listen to this commercial. (laughs) Or like some sort of a Facebook auction or something or both. Maybe it's a store that has like a a regular Facebook broadcast or something. You see... um, a whole bunch of, like, um, what do you call those rocks that you kind of break open and they're, like... Geodes. Yeah, you and, see geodes And I'm seeing and, a lot
2: of, like, jewelry, but with, like, sort of, you know, mineral mm-hmm. mineral hematite and um, what's that green one? Like, you know, the type amethyst. of... Ju- amethyst. Amethyst, yeah. the type of kind of cheapo jewelry you find at, at any, um, like, street fair.
1: Yes, and so this commercial turquoise shock block with a bunch of people who are giving testimonials to how great JB's fantastic finds are okay take a listen to this
2: I found my treasure I found my treasure I found my treasure.
1: I found my treasure. I found all my treasures at JB's Fantastic Finds. Discover your treasure on JB's Fantastic Finds.
2: Where the worlds of myth and fantasy collide with jewelry.
1: Such a deal. The show is amazing. Sold, sold, sold. Sold,
2: sold, sold. Sold, sold, sold. sold, sold. Watch JB's Fantastic Finds with John Bastow to discover your treasure. See? I don't even know how to see pursue this opportunity
1: you see what i have you to work see what with here. i have to work with i know i'm especially inarticulate tonight in describing all no, these that commercials is
2: bananas what? it's
1: so it's mostly it's women all these, at first it's
2: all these women it's all these sort of sad looking women and this one weird dude um And they're watching a TV show about these fantastic finds.
1: It's a live auction show. It's a live auction show. On Facebook. And there's all this like Facebook information about where you can let's just listen again. I
2: found my treasure. I found my treasure. I found my treasure.
1: I found my treasure. I found found all my treasures at JB's Fantastic Finds. Discover your treasure on JB's Fantastic Finds.
2: Where the worlds of myth and fantasy collide with jewelry.
1: Such a deal. The show is amazing. Salt, salt, salt. Salt, salt, salt. Salt, salt, salt. Watch, Watch JB's Eric.
0: Fantastic Vines with John Basedow. Did it
1: the- sounds like he's going to list things here too. Yeah. This also confused me. He says with jewelry, and that's where the list ends. On JB's <laughs> Fantastic Vines. With a world
2: of it, myth. It feels like a, there's a serial comma there yes. that, that is not paid off.
1: Right? Oh, man. And also, you see that like he's got like a dagger. And some well, sort of a dragon. That's thing.
2: the that's the worlds of. <laughs> wait, what is the worlds that are colliding? Is it
1: the myth and fantasy? Myth I mean. and fantasy,
2: which. Don't feel like they're that far off that they need to collide. <laughs> These fantastic
1: finds. Discover your treasure on JB's Fantastic Finds,
2: where the worlds of myth and fantasy collide. Yeah, with they're jewelry. not that far apart. Such
1: a deal. The show is amazing. Oh sold, sold, sold. Sold, sold, sold. Sold, sold, sold. <laughs> sold, sold,
2: sold. Watch JB's Fantastic Finds with oh John Basedow to discover your treasure. That's that I'm left with more questions than I had before I watched it. I kinda wanna watch the I know, live that's stream how, now. That's how they get you.
1: <laughs> that's how they get you. It's not it's not, not working. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Rachel. You can sell anything. You can
1: sell well, we didn't quite make it to an hour, Genevieve, but we can leave some space at the end if you want. Yeah, just a long just pause Just want me to talk really slowly <laughs> here at the um, end.
2: No, but please do get at us. Uh, if you have anything to say about these ads, other ads, if, if something uh, bananas is showing up on, uh, on your TV watching, you can email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail. And it has been kind of quiet over there, so I wouldn't mind getting a few emails.
1: Oh, yeah voicemails especially 607-444-5597 i love playing your voicemail 607-444-5597 sold, sold sold
2: sold 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 or come find us on the facebook group it's been uh, it's great to see everybody over there come find me
1: talk to you guys next week you do to the kid totally stupid and sick no scruples cool man ice cream scooping it you